What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together, talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan. That that that's Nick. Hi. Hello. What up, up dude? How's life? Fantastic. Yeah. Quarantine yeah. check once once again. Hopefully we Quarantine don't have to check. do this for much longer. But... As of last week, I was uh, in season four of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A couple days ago, I finished it and watched El Camino. Um, so all done with Breaking Bad, and I'm a little upset because now I don't know what to watch. Well, Better Call Saul. I'm gonna be watching Better Call Saul, but I feel like I needed a break from like yeah, no, binge watching stuff because like it was just such a great feeling finishing Breaking Bad. I love the show, but now I can't just jump right into Better Call Saul. I have to give it a little bit. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta I've been ease watching, your way back in. Exactly. So I've been watching uh, Quentin Tarantino movies the past two days. Watched Django. I watched uh, Hateful Eight and Pulp Fiction. So I might have to dabble in a little, little bit more of a Quentin Tarantino before I jump into a series. Once Upon a Time. Man, Once Upon a Time is probably my favorite Quentin Tarantino. Nope. Had to cut myself off. Inglorious Bastards is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. I've yet to see Once Upon a Time. So I've, I haven't seen a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time. I haven't seen... I don't think I've ever seen Inglorious Bastards. What? My alone. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of my. Fe- I've seen Hateful Eight. I've seen Kill Hateful Bill. Eight's actually probably my least favorite one. I've seen parts of of Pulp Fiction, not not the whole thing, but I know the story. Like I know the like, but I feel like damn. you don't. No. If you've only seen parts of Pulp Fiction, you you probably don't know the story. You might be right. It's, it's so good. Have Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? No. That was his first one. Oh man, you got. You got some Quentin Tarantino catching up to do. I think uh, one of the better filmmakers of our time. He's, is he? Would you say he's your favorite director? And that's so hard to say because you got Spielberg, you got George Lucas, who as, uh, a, as a director, George Lucas is not a good director. <laughs> Phil, I'm, if we're talking filmmakers, George Lucas is up there. Uh, but Tarantino, I, I would say he's probably top three. Really? Top three, top cool. three directors of of for me personally. He's got Dude, amazing movies. Just gotta keep getting shit from Taika, and he might he might make my list. Dude, Taika Waititi. Taika's got the potential to be one of the best directors of our time. Absolutely. Best comedy directors. So, I mean, his. I I don't know if I've seen a drama from Taika Waititi. I don't know if drama like, really his style though. Well, Jojo Rabbit wasn't necessarily a comedy, and it was fantastic. I feel like it was more comedic than anything. Did you see it? No. <laughs> so then you can't talk. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like they like, from what I've seen or and heard, that they made like Hitler funny. Well, Hitler's well, Hitler is played by Taika Waititi. Yeah. So like he ha- he brings his his comedy flair to the role, but the movie's not necessarily a comedy. Hmm. Mm-mm. Okay. Since we're talking about movies, I actually had a question that I wanted to ask you. We're we're seeing we're we're living in a in a post coronavirus world right now. We're seeing a lot of a lot of effects. On, I don't on know if it's industry. necessarily a post coronavirus world yet. We're living in a current coronavirus world right now. Uh, so I saw this question pop up on Twitter, and I want to ask you before uh, on on this show since we talk about movies a hell of a lot. Uh, would you rather movies now just go directly to streaming? Or would you rather go see them? Like, if, if say, if Tenet came out on 
streaming services today, but you had to wait until movie theaters opened to go see it in movie theaters, would you rather watch it at home or would you rather watch it in a theater? I think for like a big release like that, I would want to see it in the theater just because I'm a big fan of the theater going experience. I I'm the same way. I love going to the movies. Like I love getting the popcorn, getting the 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 sodas, the soda pops, you know, the candy and all that stuff sitting in the the back row, reclined a little bit and got that huge right. huge screen with the surround sound, IMAX all the way. Um but I don't know, man. Like if if they came out and were like, "Hey, Godzilla vs Kong is going to be on streaming next week," or you could wait till it comes out in November to watch it in theaters. I'd be like, "Fuck, dude." Like I'd probably just watch it at home. <laughs> like, I'd so, probably just buy it straight up. So let's pretend that the pandemic hit earlier. Would you have wanted to see uh, Rise of Skywalker in theaters, or would you have gotten it on stream? Um, so I feel like I feel like my answer is going to be I would rather watch it at home. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of a loaded question right now because, like, uh, you could – because like your mindset's totally different right now. Because obviously you don't want to go sit in a crowded theater full of people you don't know right. who are coughing and sneezing and talking all over the, throughout the movie and shit. So like it's kind of like well right now yeah I wouldn't want to watch it uh, in a theater. But maybe like if it had come out in December and be like hey you don't have to go to the theaters to see Rise of Skywalker you could just rent it on Amazon. I would I probably would still want to go to the theater just because that's like a, a theater going thing that I want to experience. Mm-hmm. But other movies like. Smaller movies like Onward, when it came to Disney Plus, I just watched it on Disney Plus. I had, right. I had no intention of going to see it in theaters. Um, smaller, maybe even like Black Widow, I probably wouldn't go see it in theaters. I'd probably wait until it came to like watch it on streaming services rather than go to theaters. I think it's going to be those big, like those big releases like Tenet and uh, Dune and and for me Godzilla vs Kong because that's my most anticipated movie of the year that I will go to the theater to watch. Yeah, but every Black other Widow, movie that public public that's pretty i mean i wouldn't go i don't think i would go to the theaters to watch black widow i'd rather watch it at home i wouldn't either i'm just saying the masses might think that it would be a a good theater going movie but no if they're if they're releasing movies like i think i could i got a big tv i got a nice comfy couch i could buy popcorn like, i could make it like a movie night kind of thing like i don't know if i necessarily it's it's not need, the same though it's just not I, the same i don't know like i think i could get by without going to the movies again. Like, if there's a big movie release coming up and they're like, it's coming to streaming services this day, I'd, I'd invite you, I'd invite, like, other people. We'd just have, like, a big movie night at the, uh, like, at my house or something. You know what I mean? Would, would, would you rather do that than go to a movie theater? We all bring snacks, we all have beers, and we just hang out, chill, watch a movie. No one fucking talks during it. No one gets up and scoots by you while you're trying to watch the movie. You know uh, what I mean? Again, like you said earlier, it's tough to say. Because, yeah, that sounds awesome right now, but it sounds awesome because we haven't been able to do that with our friends. (laughs) So, like, yeah, getting a bunch of people that we know together and watching a movie that we none of us have seen sounds fun. But at the same time, going to the movies on release day is just so awesome. Like, all those posters I have from the the first viewing of uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Solo, and and Rise of Skywalker, and it just, it feels... I don't know. It it has more of a personal feeling to me going to a theater, seeing the previews, seeing the seeing and just the sounds of it too. Like you don't have a surround sound in your apartment; you have the speakers on your TV. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All all of that together, I I don't know. I'm a I'm a big believer in going to the theater. Seeing the movie in the theaters is different than seeing it in the living room, no matter who's with you or 
or not, you know? So I'm I'm a big believer in going to the movie theaters. I'm I'm all for I'm all for it. Although, did you hear that AMC might not be releasing any Universal movies because they're pissed because of it trolls? Going, because of the, yeah, because they're pissed that it's going straight to stream. Yeah, trolls. Trolls World Tour might have answered that question for me. And then I said, "Yep, no one needs to go to the movies ever again." And exactly. AMC and I think uh, Regal Cinemas aren't showing Universal Pictures anymore. I didn't know about which, Regal, I, I which is crazy, because like Universal Pictures is like Fast and Furious, um, James Bond. James uh, is James Bond Universal. I think so. I don't. I don't know if it is. Um, so that would mean No Time to Die wouldn't go to like any theaters. Yeah, yeah it's like community theaters. That'd be interesting. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking up Universal Pictures. So, um, so like uh, Jordan Peele's Candyman is Universal. Fast Furious. Um, that's really all the. the big I thought ones. James Bond. I thought James Jurassic Bond. World, Minions. So. But I mean, like, those are some big, big money makers, especially like Fast Nine. Yeah. When Hobbs and Shaw did like, I don't know. I just can't. I I can't imagine watching Avengers Endgame for the first time in my living room rather than seeing it in theaters. You know. Yeah. No, I get that. Like I like I said, like I think I would go for the the must see release in the theaters. But like any other small movie that had any interest in, I'd just buy it or rent it so I could watch it at my house. That's fair. Like, like what's co- like what are they releasing soon that's going to be straight to stream? Are they releasing any big movie soon? Uh, Tom Hanks has a World War II movie coming out that just announced that it was abandoning its theater slot and it's coming out on Apple TV only. Oh, the that thing. the the Greyhound movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It looked really good. I I, I really like the trailer for it. Um, so that uh, yeah, Trolls, Onward, um, so like all the all those movies, re- like I don't know, I'm I'm. Uh, guessing New Mutants might come to Disney Plus eventually instead of going to the theaters, but they have a new release date of like August twenty something two thousand twenty. I saw that, but <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. It's been delayed seventeen times. Yeah. I don't know. It it depends. Like I've like I watched nineteen seventeen at home, but I knew like that would have been a good theater going experience. Yeah. But I, I still really enjoyed it at home. So I don't know. I think I'm just kind of wishing that the theaters would open, but obviously when it's safe, but like, it's it's more hope that they're going to open rather than me just accepting the fact that they're not, you know, tenant hasn't been pushed yet. So that I think Christopher Nolan's Christopher Nolan's still holding on to that hope that he's going to be able to show that movie in theaters, at least this year and this summer. If, if they get pushed, I feel like that's getting indefinitely delayed until next summer or something like that. It's a, it's a summer blockbuster. Yeah. Either that or it'll get pushed to Christmas and compete with uh, James Bond. James Bond. Oh, man, dude, that Black Widow, James Bond, Godzilla, Dune, like all of those movies come out within like three weeks of each other. Yeah. So I'm pretty either... pumped to see Dune, too. Yeah, I am, too. And it sucks because uh, Legendary, the studio, is showing off like Dune screenshots and like a lot of supposed stills, to... yeah. And there's like probably gonna be a trailer eventually within the next couple weeks because I'm assuming that's when Comic Con at home is happening, and Dune comes out after Godzilla vs Kong and they haven't showed anything for Godzilla, which is making me a little a little nervous. But what if that gets delayed again? If it, I would rather it get delayed than them just like not say anything about it and then have it like flop. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, don't have, like, a lot of marketing for it, and they like, push it out on November 20th, and it doesn't do well, and it gets, like, $80 million or whatever. Like, I would rather them delay it till like, March of next year than have it come out and just do fucking terrible. Yeah. But, or get pushed forward when there's, like, if the movie theaters reopen, and then August rolls around, they're like, there's no movies. It's like, hey, Godzilla vs. Kong, theaters. You know That's what I mean? just wishful thinking on your part. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I have a one more one more coronavirus related question for you. Okay. So I was driving around today. And Where were you driving? Just around. Mm-hmm. Tip and I were just driving around. We needed to get out of the house, so we were driving around. And at the local mall, they just recently built a Dave and Buster's that was supposed to open like at the end of March, and it hasn't opened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like thinking, I was like, in this, like in the future, like probably, hopefully. And late summer, early fall, when everything is all settled down and and everything, we can go outside, we can hang out with our friends again. Are you going to be more cautious about things now than you were previously? I think so. So, so, like, I was thinking literally just about Dave and Buster's. Like, I don't know how they would do it, obviously, because they need, they would want people to probably, like, wipe down the machines and stuff. So they put, like, sanitizer wipes, or do they have employees stand there and spray down all the fucking machines after somebody uses them? Or, like, do people even go to Dave & Buster's because they're too, like, too scared? Like, I don't really, like... Mainly, Dave, like, will you still act? Like, when this is all said and done, will you still be wearing a mask? Will you still be as as careful as you are with, like... I've definitely increased my hand-washing and hand-sanitizing frequency tenfold. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely pay more attention to, like, what I'm touching and what I'm not touching, like, when I'm at stores and stuff like that, because I don't want to, like, be gross. Right. So I'll be like, well, do you think you will still continue those those tactics when this is all said and done? I think along with the rest of the world, I think the mentality on germs has changed just because of how easy the coronavirus was, like, just... um transferred from one person to the next i don't necessarily think it'll make people wear masks going forward i think that obviously with everyone protesting masks and how ridiculous they are already and knowing it's not safe they're already protesting it i think it'll be interesting to see the amount of people that are super cautious now in the world like Mm -hmm. like obviously walking around now people are wearing masks people are wearing gloves and stuff like that but couple months from now when we do get the okay that it's cool to walk around it's cool to be outside it's cool to go into businesses with other people it'll be interesting to see what people's mentality is i don't think i'll necessarily change like what i was doing before but i was always kind of cautious because i've always washed my hands i've been in the food industry for a long time anytime i'm like i walk into a a concession center or anything like that for my first instinct was to wash hands you know Mm -hmm. so I don't know. That's a tough question just because we really don't know. Yeah. But I think I think it'll be interesting to see what some stores and places and businesses do with the information that they learned from this. Like like Dave and Buster's, I think they'll have kind of like a gym. Like a gym wants you to wash down the equipment after you used it. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a I don't know. Like, it's not required. They just ask it, you to do it. At, at like Planet Fitness, it's more of like a courtesy thing. Like, hey, exactly. wipe down your equipment. Exactly. And sometimes people will be like, hey, you didn't wipe down that chair. And then 
you'll they'll kind of guilt them into doing it. Yeah, um, but then there's always the people that also, even if it goes wiped down, they bring another towel. They wipe it down before they right. use it. So and that that's what I would do. I would always wipe down the equipment before I use it, and always wipe down after. So I I don't know if 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 that's gonna be a practice that's used in other locations other than gyms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I I don't know. It's a good question. Well, I'll just have to wait and see what happens. I guess. Stay tuned to Bros Talking to see if our lives are ever changed by coronavirus yeah. in the next couple months. Cleaning our hands and stuff. Uh, but your quarantine's good, and you're just hanging out, watching watching some stuff? Yeah, watching stuff. Um, gone back to my old ways of eating Oreos before bed, so I got to get mm-hmm. off that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my couch to 5K is uh, not really going too well. I thought it would go a little <laughs> bit better by now, but... My legs hurt a lot, and I, mm. I want to blame the hills around me, but I honestly just think I'm a fat piece of shit, so we'll have to get uh-huh. better at that. Yeah, I uh, I looked at a picture of us uh, from, the from like, summer 2014, that picture of us on Lake George. Yeah, we were flexing. We were both wearing tank tops to flexing, and I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I wish I looked like that still. How do you think I feel? I'm, I was, I think, your age, like what you are now. Mm-hmm. I might have been 25, but... You were still young. You were still a teenager, so you still had like the the baby look going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I feel like I could have maintained what I look like, but I definitely did not. I mean, I could have maintained what I look like if I worked out every single day. Yeah, yeah, but... it's it's bad. I'll get there again. Yeah, eventually I'll uh, I'll lose my fifteen extra pounds that I put on in the past 15? year and a half. Thirty extra pounds I put on the past. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think it's been thirty yet. Like. I don't know. It's I definitely need to lose at least fifteen to twenty pounds to be able to look like I did back then. But I was like I was like one eighty, and now I'm like two forty. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't think I'm two forty. I think that's a lie. But I'm up there. Definitely, definitely above two twenty. But other than uh, talking about my my self conscious body, uh, my quarantine's been going pretty well. I. Uh, I got my wish, and I am not employed before Avatar The Last Airbender made it to Netflix. There you go. How's that been? I watched entirety of season one already. Uh, fantastic show. Season one is kind of like, especially the early episodes, um, they didn't really have like a plan in place. So there's like some scenes where like you see, so like anyone who's not familiar with the Avatar, uh, it's basically like reincarnation of the Avatar. He's the same person, but he just moves on to a different body. Uh, and he has like past memories and stuff. He can remember some things, but not like a lot. Um, but so two iterations before Ang, who's the avatar in The Last Airbender, um, was Avatar Kyoshi, and she was an Earthbender. And then in like the first four episodes, you see like statues of all the avatars, and Kyoshi's nowhere to be found. Like she's not there until you get to Kyoshi Island, and then it's like, oh, she was the avatar before Avatar Roku. And then so it's like the whole lot, a bunch of stuff that does doesn't line up. And also, season one is definitely more. Um, targeted at kids than I feel like the rest of the show is like there's still some uh, kitty comedy in like seasons two and three but it's definitely more prevalent in season one with like the way Sokka acts and Aang acts and stuff yeah. like that I think I'm five episodes in I think mm-hmm. so I actually just got to where they're on Kiyoshi and he has the duel with that earthbender guy the king guy. oh no that's Omashu Omashu yeah, wasn't that on Kyoshi Island? No, Kyoshi Island is might be right before then. Okay. Before, 
Kyoshi Island's the one where he With rides the, like the yeah he rides the the carp or whatever the yep. unagi. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Ooh, uh, I like that episode. It gets season one gets good at the end, like the when when they actually make it to the Northern Water Tribe. That's when it gets fucking good, and then the show just keeps going up from there because season two is fantastic and season three is awesome. Yeah, and I'll trust so anything about Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni only did season one, and then he moved on. I think right after that, he started doing uh, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. So gotcha. he only did but season it, one. But it was still his idea, wasn't it? Didn't he create it? No, the creators are. Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher their names, like uh, Brian somebody and somebody else. Uh, I think he was big on like the storyboards and stuff for. Um, Avatar season one. Um, Michael DiMartino and Brian Konietzko. Kion- sure. Konietzko are the uh, creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. I talked about Avatar, I think, a, a decent amount on our Brostock and Nickelodeon episode. If mm-hmm. you haven't listened to that episode, go check that out. But if uh, you guys uh, want to send us topics to talk about, hit us up on Twitter at bros underscore talking. Shoot us an email at bros talking pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at bros talking with no, no underscore. underscore. <laughs> you even confused yourself. Yeah, I did. Also, we have stickers. If anybody wants to buy stickers, we hit do. Up Nick on, hit up Nick on Twitter. Yep, if you can hit me up at ICKA023 on Twitter. Um, we have stickers for sale, $3. That includes shipping and handling. I'll even write a nice personalized note on the back of the sticker. Hey-o. Unless you don't want it, then we won't do that. Well, I mean, the personalized note goes away once you uh, do the That's sticker. True. Anyway, so. Once you open it and put it on, stick it onto something. Yep. Yep, yep. All right, so segue. Just kind of talking about TV, but uh, I thought today... I was watching something, and I figured it was one of my guilty pleasures. So I want to know what your guilty pleasures are for TV and movies. So I'm going to define it, just because there may not be people that know what a guilty pleasure necessarily is. So it's something you enjoy viewing, but you're kind of embarrassed about it. Or you don't go around bragging, telling people, oh, I watch this show, I love this show, blah, blah, blah. So... So I, it's not necessarily a top five, what your favorite is or anything like that. Just kind of a list of what your TV shows and movies are that would be considered guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures, yep. Uh, I got a big one. Uh, it's basically the only one I have. Okay, because I can think of a couple for you. But for me, on, okay. I, I can only think of one, one franchise that I des- absolutely love. And that I, I honestly not a, not ashamed to admit it, but I don't go bragging about why like, I, that I watched all these these shows uh, because they're just so ridiculous. But I am a huge fan of the Bachelor series. Yeah, huge that, fan that's... of the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, um, and then they just had one a short six se- six episode season of a show called The Bachelor Presents. Listen to your heart, and it was a singing competition, but you had to be coupled up and you had to like fall in love with that your couple, like the person you were what? paired with. Yeah, so so I'll explain. Listen to your heart for real quick, and then I'll talk to you about why I love The Bachelor so much. Um, so in Listen to Your Heart, it was like a group of people, like probably fifteen girls, fifteen guys. They all came to the the Bachelor Mansion all the same night, and they all just like mingled and had fun, and then like started flirting with each other. And at the end of the first night, um, 
there was a rose ceremony, so the guys got to give roses to the girls, if, and then like that's how the relationship starts. Like, say Sheridan, this guy was like, "Hey Julia, will you accept my rose?" She was like, "Yeah, I'll accept your rose." And then they started like coupling up a little bit. Um, and then after that, when they're a couple, they have to like maintain their relationship, and if they don't, they have to leave. But if they do, they get to perform together, perform music together in front of like guest judges and stuff. And it was only six episodes, and like the winning couple gets a record deal and a tour. So it's basically like American Idol meets uh, The Bachelor. Um, the best couple didn't win. The most most uh, most talented couple definitely did not win. But um, spoiler, I feel like the second the second most talented couple did. But that flows in your heart. But I love anything to do with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Basically, anything like. Um, dating reality shows i think they're fantastic because they're just comfort food to me like i I don't care about any of these people's lives outside of this show like i I follow maybe three of them on twitter or instagram after the show but like the drama that is so forced and like definitely the producers are just in these people's ears just like hey this person said this thing about you and this person said this thing about you and then this fucking clash fantastic um i started with uh the bachelorette when I first started dating Tiffany, that was the first ever season of, of that show that I watched. And I've watched every season since because it's just like it's it's a night for us. Like we we usually have like ice cream and wine and yeah, we're just chill, chilling, watching The Bachelor. And I'm all up in the subreddit reading about all the, the drama that's going on behind the scenes. And like this person's now dating this person. But all he also got seen with this girl from the show. It's like I eat that shit up, man. That's just like comfort food to me. I love it so much. And it doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like I don't like this season of The Bachelorette was supposed to start airing in May, and it's not going to because they I don't even think they've filmed anything yet, um, <clears throat> because of the the way the world is right now. So like I'm I'm a little bummed that I'm not gonna be able to see a new season. But what they're doing is they're doing like a season in a night, so they're doing like a season of seasons. So they'll show one whole season in an entire night, like the highlights of it and how it yeah. like played out. So I'm looking forward to that because to catch up on. Some seasons that I've never seen. Yeah, yep, definitely what I would consider a guilty pleasure. Um, I'm gonna start off with probably my guiltiest pleasure, but it's probably a lot of other people's guilty pleasure, and that's Jersey Shore. I never really, I I got into the first season, but... so I believe I owned the first season on DVD, and we'd watch it. But then, just watching the seasons throughout. Definitely a guilty pleasure because you literally would sit down and just watch this group of assholes be assholes. And, like, you'd watch them get arrested. You'd watch them get drunk. You'd watch them get fights. You'd watch them literally pick fights with each other for absolutely no reason. And, like you said, you ate that shit up. Just you were literally sitting on the couch laughing at these people just because they're being ridiculous. And I just want to think that's, like, that's a good guilty pleasure because you don't have to live this shit in your life. You get to watch and like other people experience it. So it's basically reality TV, but I don't know. It's to me, it's a guilty pleasure, Mm -hmm. especially the newer seasons where it's so scripted. It's so heavily produced, but you still think that it's all real. So you're watching. No, I never really got into Jersey shore. Like, um, I liked the first season when it was like, like every, I feel like I liked the first season because, Everybody else liked the first season, so I had to watch it. Like, all my friends watched it. And, like, we were working at the water park um, 
when it first came out. So like everybody who was working there was talking about Jersey Shore and stuff. So I just had to watch it. And then after that, like I watched season two because I remember being hyped about season two and even posting a Facebook status the night season two came out, yelling like saying it was T-shirt time. Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. Good. Yeah. And I remember being hyped about season two and it just kind of fell off. Like, and I don't really care about any of the people who are on that show, except for maybe Vinny, because Vinny was cool. Paul D's the man. But that that's about it. Like, I never really got into to Jersey Shore as much as a lot of other people did. Yeah, no, I remember watching season three when they went to Italy and Mike hitting his head against the wall, giving himself a concussion and, and Ronnie being crazy with Sammy and... And then after after all the shit went down and they restarted the series and Ronnie had a kid and all that drama. But definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't like going around talking about that. So do you watch like Family Vacation or whatever it's called the new stuff? If it's on, no, I, like, I don't like plan my day around new episodes and stuff like that. If I'm scrolling and I see that MTV has Jersey Shore, I'll watch it. Like when they go to Miami pretty recently when Mike got engaged and he was getting ready to go to jail. And that was on and I watched it. But... <laughs> I don't necessarily, uh, um, like, like I said, plan my day around it. Or it just so happens to be on. I'll watch some of it. Just a day in the life of the situation. He got yeah. engaged. He's getting ready to go to jail. Yeah, lots of things. <laughs> Tax evasion. Tax evasion's a killer, man. Gotta yeah. watch out. Um, another one of my guilty pleasures was the OC. I never got. I never watched the OC, but Tiffany says that I'd like. It's it's okay. The first few seasons are really good. There's one instance that made me stop liking the show. Um, it also is an inspiration behind one of my favorite SNL sketches of all time. Sketches? Sketches. <laughs> sketches. <laughs> Skits and sketches, same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my favorite SNL skits of all time. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, but... I was definitely I watched I binge watched the OC when I was with Jess. So she made me watch it and I ended up liking it so much that I would watch episodes without her and she'd get mad at me. So it's mm-hmm. definitely a guilty pleasure of mine, but not something that I would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you hear the motorcycle outside? No. Okay, cool. This dude starts his motorcycle and then sits on his phone for about fifteen minutes while his motorcycle now is I just going. Now that, now that you said something, now yeah. that I was listening. I got, he's done it for like the past three days where he gets on his motorcycle, starts it, and like, vroom, 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 and then just sits on his phone while his motorcycle's going. And it's really annoying. <laughs> it looks like a nice motorcycle. Oh, there he goes. That was quick. Looks like a Harley. What a hog. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a hog. It's definitely not a crotch rocket. I have a, a guilty pleasure for you. Oh, okay. Riverdale. Yeah. Um,. Not as much anymore. I liked season one and two. Uh, I had Tiffany and I watched seasons one, two, three, and then in season three, it just got really, really weird, like really uh, supernatural. Like it was a lot of like, hmm. like oh my god, the Goblin King or whatever. I don't remember what it was what it, Gar- Gargoyle King. That's what it was, and they're play- they're playing like D and D, but like. Everything that would happen in D and D was also happening like in like the crimes, like the mob scene and shit like that. And like, I don't know, it just got really weird. And season four was even more weird at the beginning. We watched like five episodes and then fell off on it. And I don't plan on really re- catching up on it. But apparently, in season five, there's going to be a time jump, and all the 
the actors who are supposed to be playing 16 year olds are going to be their normal age, which is like 26. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, another guilty pleasure of mine is another MTV show, uh, Catfish. All right. Uh, I I don't really like Catfish. I like I like so I feel bad for the people. Oh like, yeah. I feel, you, like, that's, but but that's why you're watching to see like to see why people feel bad about each other or like. Secondhand embarrassment is what yeah. I get from that show, and I just it, can't, I can't deal with secondhand embarrassment. It's, it's so cringeworthy, but you can't take your eyes off of it. Um, a couple of guilty pleasures that come to my mind just from you saying MTV shows are shows that aren't around anymore. Oh, like Parental oh, Control, oh, Room yeah. Raiders, Next. <laughs> Next. Dude, those shows were so good. They were so yeah. good. I, I would watch those shows like coming home from high school. Like, dad was making dinner, or mom was making dinner, or something, and I would just be sitting on the couch watching Room Raiders and Next. Room, <laughs> Raiders, like so... Room Raiders was so dumb because it was obviously staged. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then bl- taking a black light to people's beds. Like, yeah. Like, oh, God. Parental control was even worse with the, parental with the control. Yeah, with like the mom and dad like being like mad at the other person's date and shit like that yeah. while they were watching and, it. And, okay. and the boyfriend or girlfriend just being such a dick to the yeah. parents for no reason whatsoever. Like, I just remember some some girl's boyfriend straight up yelling at the dad saying that he was fat and old and bald. And like, you're like sitting here with TV cameras. Like, what are you doing? So dumb. And 10 times out of 10, the girl would just stay with her boyfriend instead yeah. of dating one of the parents' picks. Be like, I like you, but I have more with him. I have more with him. Yeah. And they, they, they dated him for longer. Yeah. <laughs> he went on and one date with the guy. The, the parents and the and the current boyfriend would watch the date, and then like he would do something nice, and the dad would slap the boyfriend and be like, "Why can't you do that?" Like so stupid. And then, and then the boyfriend would be like, "Why can't you lose weight, fatty?" Yeah. And it's like, "What are you talking yeah. about, man? Why would you talk to your your girlfriend's dad like that?" Exactly. Fucking parental control was probably the worst of the three. Next was my favorite. Just because oh, it, was it was so, so great. St- it was just so stupid. <laughs> They'd come off the bus and just look at next. Next. <laughs> oh, fuck you too. And then they like the girl would be so pumped and then get yelled at or get nexted and then just flip out for no yep. reason whatsoever. Oh, man. So awesome. We actually watched a couple episodes of Room Raiders at work because we were talking about it a couple months ago. It's you want to talk about cringeworthy. Late 90s, early 2000s MTV. Mm. We watch that nowadays. Yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, not 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 really appropriate anymore. Not really uh, politically correct anymore. Yeah, definitely not politically correct. Um, as far as movies go, I don't really have any guilty pleasure movies. Um, I put down the proposal just because that's kind of a chick flick, but not necessarily a good movie. But I really enjoy it. I mean, if if you count on chick flicks as being uh, guilty pleasures, I love chick flicks. I, I love all the Nicholas Sparks movies and shit like that. Like I'll I'll watch all those. I definitely yes, I love you. Yeah, definitely a guilty pleasure. Um, love yeah, actually. like Love Actually is my favorite Christmas movie. It's the only Christmas movie I'll ever watch uh, around the Christmas times, the holiday times. Uh, but I don't like the movies that are like Love Actually, like Valentine's Day and New Year's Day or whatever. Oh, the ones yeah. with, one of them has Ashton Kutcher in it. Um, those aren't as good as Love Actually. They tried to capture the the Love Actually vibe and it didn't go too well. But no, uh, yeah, Nicholas Sparks movies. I, I I like those a lot. Tiff and I just watched the last song like a, a week ago. We watched, uh, yeah, we watched I I another one. I forgot the other one we watched recently, but it was a Nicholas Sparks movie. It was pretty good. All right, the only other movie I have on my guilty pleasure list, you might 
hate me or what, but Batman Forever. Dude, that's that's Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, it's the Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones one. Val Kilmer is Batman. Val Kilmer's so bad as Batman, dude. It is. <laughs> so but, and, and I think that's why it's one of my guilty pleasures. I loved it when I was a kid. Like, loved it. It was an awesome Batman movie. It had it had its shared jokes. It's not as it's not as bad as the George Clooney Batman, Batman and Robin, but it's still bad. But I also really liked it. It's weird to me that in Batman and Robin, which comes before Batman Forever, right? No, the other way around. Are you sure? It goes Batman Forever then Batman and Robin because Batman and Robin are already teamed up. Batman Forever, he's introduced. Um, Robin. It's it's weird to me that Chris O'Donnell is Robin in both those movies. Yes, (laughs) but the Batman's different. (laughs) Yes, yeah, (laughs) and they just didn't say anything about it. That's always been really weird to me. Yeah, no, Um, Batman Batman and Robin is definitely afterwards because the opening scene where you see Batman and Robin, they're already together, and they're like running at the screen or whatever with the or is that the end? When they're running at the screen with the bat signal behind them think that's the end of batman forever because then the end of batman and robin batgirl joins batgirl's with him right yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh i only remember that jim carrey was actually a pretty decent riddler in in batman forever because he was just being jim carrey edward nigma enigma so dumb (laughs) so dumb he was he was he was basically ace ventura yeah well, I mean, they came out right around the same time. Jim Carrey only plays only played that actor in the late '90s. He only played yeah. that one character in the yeah. late '90s. <clears throat> nah, dude, Batman Forever is definitely better than Batman and Robin. Yes. <laughs> I want I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to, to get another shot at Mister Freeze. <laughs> that, that's all I want in life. That's all I want. Robert Pattinson's Batman is, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Ice Man cometh. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. Uh, if anybody hasn't watched the CinemaSins episode of Everything Wrong with Batman Robin, please go do it because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's what got me into the, that that YouTube channel. Really? I yeah. I don't remember what I saw first, and then just I ended up going on a on a deep dive into his videos. I I mean I don't really have that many guilty pleasures. Um, TV show, movies, things, because I'm not really ashamed of like the stuff that I watch. Bachelor's the one exception where I don't really <laughs> talk about about how much I, I love The Bachelor. Um, what about like daytime TV shows that we would watch when we were like homesick, like Maury, Jerry so Seinfeld, when I was homesick, Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> when I was homesick, I wouldn't watch like I would watch The Price Is Right, and that's the only one I would watch that was on like I cable. Watch Price Is Right. Um, I would watch Dora the Explorer. Ever. <laughs> Every time I was homesick, and I like there you go. There's your guilty pleasure. Dora and the just Explorer. watch it. Like I wouldn't like answer her questions. Like when she'd be like, "Do you see it?" <laughs> Point right to the, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't answer her. I'd just be like, "Obviously, this is meant for a, a child to to interact with her." But I, I would watch full episodes of Dora the Explorer every, every time I was homesick from school, and that was like eleventh grade that I'd watch them. <laughs> Not even like elementary school or middle school. It was like high school when I was homesick. I would watch Dora the Explorer. I always did a daytime CBS. So that went from Jerry and Maury and Steve Wilco's show. and I never got into stuff. like uh, stuff like uh, Jerry Springer. So, so that's why you're 
uh, uneasy around the cringiness of catfish because you yeah. never you were never used to it. Like cause I got used to it with Jerry Springer and shows like Maury and stuff like that, where they would celebrate not being the father by doing splits and front flips in front of the baby <laughs> mama. Like I loved it. <laughs> so that's why I think. Did that's you go to I, a live taping of the Steve Wilco show? What? Did you go to the, a live taping of the Steve Wilco show? I did. I don't really remember the show that well, but I do remember someone throwing her shoes at the other girl. That's really all I remember from it. I remember every, you like. Like when something crazy like that happened, there was a moderator for the crowd and she like would stand up and like tell everyone like you start yelling, get excited. And like there was a sign that says applause and a sign that said boo. And like it was really funny. Like it was obviously like I feel like I'd love to go to the one of those just to see how like how fake those shows are. Like it's pretty fake. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's like all it's all you want to think that the people that are doing it are actors. Yeah, they might be. You never know. But but it's it's pretty ridiculous. So you were never groomed for the awkwardness. I was. Nope. <laughs> Do you have any uh, music that you say is a guilty pleasure? I didn't think about music, but I would honestly think that for me, a lot of country artists are guilty pleasures. I don't go around bragging that I listen to country music a lot. and I'm known as the emo guy at work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I really believe that I listen to country music. But I do. Uh, every one of my friends knows that I love country music. So, like, that's, I don't think I really have any music guilty pleasures. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of any of it. Yeah. I, just people really don't necessarily know that I listen to country. But as far as, like, I'll listen to classical pop and mm-hmm. anything. So, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think either of us would really have a, a guilty pleasure. <clears throat> uh, for me, for, for video games, basically anything that's, like, qualified as a games as a service. So, like, the division kind of type games where all you do is just kill people and get more stuff for, for, to kill people with like I, I eat that shit up like that's my favorite type of video game where you just kill like you have an enemy you beat that enemy he drops a certain thing of loot you equip that thing you go kill another enemy he drops a certain thing like you know what i mean yeah so it's like that, endless yeah that that's any any game that's like that that ticks that box i'm probably like i'm probably gonna buy that <laughs> Like I, I've played Fair. Destiny, The Division. Um, those are the only like the main two. Warframe. Those are like the only three that come to mind. But stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely don't have any guilty pleasure in video games because all I do is really play Call of Duty and sports games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might, oh, yeah. I might start dabbling into Nintendo. Dude, get that Switch. Although they're kind of sold out right now. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people buying Switches. Makes sense. Yeah. Get Animal Maybe Crossing. Maybe I'll flip on my old uh, Super Nintendo and play, try to play beat Mario or something. Hell beat yeah, dude. World. Beat, beat some Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do tonight. Hell yeah. That that sounds like a plan. Do you want to finish this off with a BuzzFeed quiz? Fuck yeah, let's finish it off with a BuzzFeed quiz. How's the new computer? I fucking hate it, dude. All right, so for anyone who doesn't know, and by anyone, I mean everyone besides you, yeah. Um, my computer shit the bed. My com- so my my computer that I've been using to record everything that I've been using to stream games on, uh, just stopped working. Don't really know what happened. Uh, think it's the motherboard. I think it's either the motherboard or just the power button just stopped working, and I don't know how to turn it on without the power, <laughs> the power button. Um, so Tiffany was so kind to as to let me use her iMac and I am not an Apple person and I hate Apple. I hate the way it's set up. I hate 
how non-user friendly it is. I did see that Jason Derulo knocked off his front teeth while trying to eat corn on a drill. On a what? On a drill? A piece of corn on a cob on a drill and like hit it so it spun and then he tried to eat the corn and he broke his two front teeth. Fucking moron. (laughs) What did he? What did he think was gonna happen? I don't know. A year ago, yesterday, Game of Thrones aired its final episode. Really? Yep. Well. That's when everything started going downhill. Well, for one, you had one too many W's. Oh. WWW. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I did. Did it, it work? Says, uh-oh, we can't find the party you're looking for. All right, fuck this. We're not doing this. So don't go to quiz party if you ever want to do BuzzFeed quizzes because they require more than one person. Which is stupid. Um, boom. I knew you were going to click on that one. Boom. Taking me. Which Avatar the Last Airbender character are you? <clears throat> All right. All right. Here we go. Coming full circle and ending this podcast <laughs> this way. All right. Which avatar animal do you wish were real? The koala sheep, a dragon, a saber-toothed moose lion, a sky bison, turtle duck, or a badger mole? I'm going to go with a sky bison. I was going to say sky bison, too, although turtle duck sounds awesome. Appa's awesome. Which one of these would you want for lunch? Spaghetti. It looks like like some sort of pasta, some sort of soup, rock candy. Uh, avocados, sushi, or ribs, looks like. Sushi. Ribs. Lunch, yeah, I'd probably say sushi. Which avatar line do you quote the most? Ha 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 ha, gravity. That's rough, buddy. I am the melon lord. Pride is not the opposite of shame, but it's sourced. It's the quenchiest, or I never turn my back on people who need me. That's all you I'm, You can pick that one. I'm picking that's rough, buddy, because that's a fantastic line. Uh, if you were on Team Avatar, who would... Where would you go on for your vacation? Oh, Jesus. If you were on Team Avatar, where would you go for your vacation? Western Air Temple, Omashu, anywhere with good shopping, Bossing Se, Ember Island, or the Nor- Northern Water Tribe? Go ahead. That's all you. You don't want to pick? I was going to say Northern Water Tribe capital. It's so cold there. Okay, we could say that. Or anywhere with good shopping. Who is your favorite fighting duo? Zuko and Aang, Aang and Katara, Sokka and Suki, Toph and herself, Katara and Zuko, or Iroh and Zuko? Gotta go Iroh and Zuko, right? Because Iroh's awesome. Yeah. Which unnamed character do you want a backstory for? Crewman with a birthday, Foaming Mouth Guy, The Cabbage Merchant, uh, the Ember Island players, Sparky Sparky Boom Man slash Combustion Man, or the Foo Foo Cuddly Poops. <laughs> I'm gonna go Cabbage Merchant. Just cabbage I watched Merchant. that that episode, and it was that was the funniest part. Mike he's in cabbage. like he's in like 50 episodes. Uh, pick an Appa to love, Baby Appa, right? Look at Baby Appa. I like Sleepy Appa. This one, yeah. yeah I'll pick Sleepy Appa. Oh, look at that! Perfect. 
we got Uncle Iroh, who is the best character. It says, you value love and peace above all else, and you offer kindness and compassion to everyone you meet. Friends always come to you for advice because you're a great listener, and you're always the one to lighten the mood with a terrible pun. That sounds nice. like us. That, that sounds that like is, us. That honestly does sound like us. We got <laughs> BuzzFeed nailed it. Yeah, look at that. How the fuck do I get out of here now? There we go. <laughs> All right, just like <laughs> does this look weird for you? Can you see the screen? Yeah, I, I can see. I can see each one of us twice. Mm, cool. I'm gonna uh, stop sharing that. Oh. All right. I think that's probably gonna wrap up this episode. Yeah, why not? Cool. Uh, Nick, if people wanted to talk to you about your guilty pleasure TV shows. Where would they go? To, where would they? Where would they? Where would they do that? At? Both Twitter and Instagram, N I C K A zero two three. If you want to talk to me about anything Bachelor related, anything whatsoever Bachelor related, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Amazing Asthmatic or Instagram at Amazing Asthmatic. Choose an email at Bros Talking Pod at Gmail dot com uh, for with with topics to talk about. Also on Twitter at Bros underscore Talking and Instagram with Bros Talking with no underscore. And if you want to buy stickers, we got stickers. We got stickers. Question. So yep. you can't stream at all? Not unless I take this computer into the living room, which I'm probably not going to do. Gotcha. Because we were planning on doing our uh, dream team baseball teams on MLB. So week. I wasn't going to stream that. I was going uh, re- to record it so I could still oh. possibly do that. Record it and then put it on YouTube? Uh-huh. 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 So look out for that. We'll definitely be tweeting about that if it goes up and if, it, if it's able to happen. So sure. keep your eyes peeled for some video video content if you will and until then uh, everyone stay safe and have fun with your life yeah later guys <laughs>